0: I'm Katie. And you're listening to I'm Not Scared, You're Scared, a horror movie podcast. If you are a fan of the show, please like and follow us on iTunes and Spotify
1: and review us. It'll help spread the word. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at I'm Not Scared, You're Scared, or email us at I'm Not Scared, You're Scared at gmail.com.
0: talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre released in 1974, which is apparently more than 40 years old (laughs) because I just, we did the math, but we, when I say we, it was Tony.
2: (laughs) Yes.
0: And Tony is back, um, rejoining us. Hello. Uh, Yeah.
1: Returning from a, you were with our Hellraiser episode previously, I was.
2: That was fun. Yeah, watching that yeah. again, and of course doing this was fun. Yeah,
1: it was it was a fun.
2: Mm-hmm. That
0: was a really fun um, episode. and yes. it was like hilarity ensued as we talked about how amazing and ridiculous that movie yeah. is at the same time. I was
2: so disappointed <laughs> when you did the thing because that's one of my favorite horror films. I
0: right. know. I was like, but what he do you did think? select uh, the movie for this episode. I this, did. Yes, this is his pick. So, as we are professionals, mm-hmm. I ran into Tony at the store, and I said, do you want to come? To to do the movie or you know do another episode and he's like yeah and I was like well I gotta go so text me <laughs> yeah, later <basically. laughs> text me later so then he chose Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre and we wanted to do a heavy hitter this time because mm-hmm. we had kind of done you know not well known movies we we
1: keep tending massive. toward what seem pop you know they're enjoyable to us but they're they are some of them fringe um, yeah. which our our engineer Victor reminds us that not everybody. Uh, goes that deep into the world of horror, and so they're not a lot of familiar titles well, they to They sound people. dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we
2: alienate not, our listeners. <laughs> you know,
0: we're not paying, I'm not paid anything to do this, so I can say, no, I'm kidding. Um, mm. All right, so what's, we, we can start with what's new with you. What's new with you, Tony?
2: Oh, are you ready? I wasn't expecting that. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. What's new with me? <laughs> um, well, um, just like you, Meredith, I work in schools in this town. Is uh-huh. this town anonymous? Can I say where we live?
1: I think we've named we've it. We've named it a few
0: times. Pacifica. Pacifica. So i we're, one, s- we're ones of like four... How many are people? 50,000, 40,000 people live here. So yeah, I mean, yeah. You know. So
2: an eighth of the population listen to this. So that's Ooh. really impressive. That's good. That's math as well. <laughs> that's
0: math. Or as we say in Britain, More.
2: maths. Math. Um, so that's that's new. Back to school. Um mm. Um I just got back from a trip to the UK to see my family that was really fun got to went to London and Liverpool and all that. Um and I've been watching a lot of horror actually lately looking forward to Halloween coming up.
0: Me too. Me too. What what are any gems that you watched lately?
2: I know what? you don't like Midsummer. I like. <laughs> she I just really... threw up in her mouth a little bit. <laughs> I, I watched that. And um, watched. I watched The Thing, and I've, watched, I've been watching all the Alien movies as well. Oh,
0: those are good. Yeah, those they're so all
2: good. good in their own um, way. They're all good.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, but this one's. Oh, and The Exorcist, I watched that the other day. Uh, but this one in particular is really special for me because it was banned in the UK from look at my notes, look at my notes, 1974 to 1999, it was banned, Holy cow. so I didn't see it until the year 1999, I think, it That's came out, crazy. I was so excited to go and see that in the wow. cinema,
0: so they and, released it in the theatre when it was like, finally not yeah, they they banned, did. it was a
2: big, big deal when it came out, because it was a video nasty, it was banned by the government in 1974, even though there's zero blood in it, basically, well, there's a little bit of blood, but um, when it came out in 1999, me and my friends, we all went to see it, and I was expecting some piece of cheap B-movie crap. But it, it's genuinely disturbing and quite scary in parts. It's
0: crazy. I yeah. do
2: like this film. Yeah. It's kind of bad in a, a lot of ways, but <laughs> it's, it, it's very close to my heart. It's such a clever film.
0: Well, I'm glad we got to talk about it. I saw it, I don't
1: know, early 2000s.
0: Or maybe no, in high school.
1: Yeah, I saw it. The only time I'd seen it before you watching it this, for this was once in high school. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. I was, like, fooling around with my boyfriend the whole time. And so I did not really pay very <laughs> close attention You didn't really just take it. it
0: all in. Yeah, I
1: wasn't, I wasn't watching it as a true cinephile in the moment. I was watching it as a 16-year-old girl.
0: Yeah, so, like, yeah. not into it. Well, um, so, all right. Well, I... I'm kind of getting in the mood for, like, scary movies myself, too. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been watching some scary stuff and, like...
2: What have we been maybe... watching?
0: Well, um... Oh, man. I, there's one movie that I was I have on my, like, um...
2: Oh, sorry. Just not my mic. That's me. Sorry. Oh. Go oh ahead. Oh, my gosh.
0: We have to go. No.
1: Um, <laughs> Start over from well, the really top.
0: It's not, like, movies yet. It's just I'm, like, taking notes of, like, what I like to watch. Like, Incantation, I heard. is mm-hmm. a, It's a foreign... Um... Film on Netflix. That's a streaming that I want to watch. We're gonna watch um, Nope tonight because I oh. couldn't. I couldn't get to the theater. That's oh, cool. so, is it streaming that's, now? I like that one. Yeah, but it costs. Uh, yeah, you're so, renting. Um, yeah, we're gonna rent it and then I'll um, give Jordan peel my, my money it. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm really excited. And then I've been watching American Horror Stories to like fill the void, and it's like okay, yeah. but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm not a huge fan, but I'm super stoked that my my boyfriend who has a really great wife. Um, he's <laughs> He's releasing a new series in October, uh, Mike Flanagan. But, oh, uh,
1: <laughs> I was, I was like, Victor's <laughs> married. No. Um. Yeah. No, 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 my boyfriend, <laughs> Mike Flanagan. Hello. I know, but you said my boyfriend.
0: <laughs> we all know I have like seven or eight, yeah, like imaginary ones. <laughs> um, so I'm ready to watch that too. But so, what's new with you, Katie?
1: Um, well, same as you guys, we started back to school the same um, day as Pacifica schools. Uh, so we're a week and a half in, and um, I'm I'm having a really great year so far. I'm I'm actually uh, really happy with some of the changes um, in my role and my position and my subjects. Um, and then actually having my homeroom class be only 16 students is pretty incredible. Nice. Um, so I'm, I'm loving that. And so it's just, it's nice to be back in the, um, like a routine. Cause you know, during the summer I was just like, I was a slug. I was a slug that started drinking way too early in the day.
0: (laughs) And you're like, it's three o'clock too early. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, (laughs) I
1: I, I don't know where there's a clock anyway. Um, but no. And so like now I'm for this school year, my goal is to, you know, when I get up in the morning, I'm not getting up any earlier than I used to, but when I get up instead of like sitting and scrolling on my phone with my coffee for half an hour, I'm actually either running or doing, um yoga and so i've managed to so now i'm what like i've done that for eight eight consecutive school days so i'm pretty proud of that um so yeah, I'm I'm in a good I'm in a good zone right now. It's good. I've been um, doing
0: a lot of squats at work. Oh, squats. Well, cuz the the tables are so short. Yes, you yeah. have to squat. <coughs> I do all the a, time.
1: I do a good amount of crouching too, like when I'm <laughs> answering questions, I don't I don't like doing the bend over thing, back you know. Back. Well, also, and also, I mean, I've got I've got 11, 10 and 11-year-olds in my classroom, and so it's yeah. like not that I wear low-cut tops, but bending over, you always have to be aware of that, and then in a classroom full of desks and students at desks, you also don't want to be sticking your ass in another student's face when you're bending <laughs> over to help one <laughs> student. So I do a lot of crouching (laughs) to answer questions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're all educators today. We are we are, And we are here to educate our listeners about this (laughs) landmark, uh, game-changing, society-building, cult 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 classic
0: (laughs) film. I did the synopsis this time, um, because last time Katie did the synopsis for Jacob's Ladder.
2: Oh, that's just, um, yeah. That's you're scary. a fan. This yeah. scary I, film.
1: <laughs> I wanted you to come. Yeah, we almost snagged you for that one because... And disinvite. Victor hated it. He oh. thought it was garbage. We, we were already planning God on gosh. him being the guest, and it's... then he watched it, and he hated it. He is not. what's the point of that? Like, to interrupt <laughs> again for a moment, like, recording that episode, there were t- times when I felt like the the kid whose parents are getting divorced. And <laughs> I was just, meteor. like, sitting where you are right now, Tony, and Victor was here, and the, not the, you know, just, there was a lot of tension in the room. In the, <laughs> the room. Sounds like, that's fine. Yeah, she's like, I mean, I'm just saying it, it's generally accepted. Is that to one, right? one of the Did you top release horror... that
2: one yet? Not
1: no. yet. We no, it might get lost
0: forever.
2: Oh, you should. But
0: yeah. I, I did, I worked <laughs> oh so hard God. on that synopsis. No, no, I'm kidding. Um, so it'll be released really soon, probably. I think Victor will hopefully edit it uh, this weekend, I'm hoping, yeah. and then we'll release it. But. Yeah. I liked that doing. I mean, I don't mind like disagreeing and having like you love Midsummer. I thought it be, might be fun to like talk about that movie at some point. Although I
2: did watch I it again and I, I didn't like it as much. I could see see, why and I gave it a second
1: movie? shot too because we yeah. hated it the first time yeah. in the theater, and then I was like, I'm always saying, you know, if your expectations are high, yeah. you're going to be too hard on it. So yeah, I tried it the second time. Yeah, and I still didn't love it, but I wasn't angry. We I <laughs> was <were laughs> angered by it the first time we saw it. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I think
0: I had the same experience as Katie, where. Well, I actually really not it's hard to say a joy i liked the first 10 minutes of her like trying to contact her family and that is horrifying and that that was suicide situation yes it was was awful and but Mm -hmm. i think the big part of it was going into the movie expecting something on par with hereditary yeah which was like blew me out of the water i was not expecting it and i thought it It was was just so so dramatically
1: different it was a completely different type of movie Yeah.
0: yeah so i guess like sort of aided and embedded my
1: total Fury. Dis- disgust. Well, <laughs> lower Fury. your
2: expectations for nope then, because it's not what you I could
1: already have told that by the... As soon as I saw a UFO, I was like, why God, why? <laughs> I'm still going to watch it and I'm probably going to love it, but I'm like, aliens? Really? Oh, well, people the, didn't the, like the, us yeah, it's, either. It's... Hmm? A lot what? of people had a problem with that. Yeah, it did. As
2: well. Yeah, I, but I that's really bad. A second it. viewing, though.
1: Really, mm-hmm. I thought us. I almost liked us more than Get Out mm-hmm. the first time around. I think they all have something to say, so
0: I'm going to mm-hmm. go yeah. into well, it. Well, I guess like... a good
1: film it should, it yeah, should elicit mm-hmm. different responses from yes, different yeah.
0: people. Yeah. All right, let anyway, me start the. the... Oh. <laughs> 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 all right, see, this is what happens when Tony comes. We get on a tangent and have a great old time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm doing the synopsis today. To tell. Like it's uh okay, like I said, it's 1974. So the opening of the film, there is a big like um, a lot of words. <laughs> so I wrote it down like word for word. Um, so I'm gonna read it now.
2: Can you the, do the voice?
0: The film, Julie, actually, yeah, is it's, that John the, it's John Larroquette. It's John Larroquette. Do you know
2: how how much he was paid to do that monologue?
1: Six dollars? I don't know. <laughs>
2: a, he was given a joint apparently. Oh
1: nice! <laughs> and you know he returned and and did the did the uh intro recording for the 2003 version, oh, and heard. the oh. um, the Netflix version was him as well. Oh, that's really cool. Well, yeah, I love and he that, came that back I just that like, is. He was, like, super excited to come back. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so John
0: Larkin is uh, narrating, and it says, The film which you are about to see is an account of the tragedy which befell a group of five youths, in particular Sa- Sally Hardest and her invalid brother Franklin. It is all the more tragic that they were young, but... Had they lived very long lives, they could not have expected, nor would they have wished to see as much of the mad and macabre as they were to see that day. For them, an idyllic summer afternoon drive became a nightmare. The events of that day were to lead to the discovery of one of the most bizarre crimes in the annals of American history, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And so um, they're suddenly, like, flashing. It's sort of like disjointed scenes a little bit for a little a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's flashing horrifying images like of dead and decaying bodies revealed in every flash mm-hmm. and you hear a newscaster kind of talking in the background in the shot there's a reveal to see a gruesome image of corpses fashioned into kind of onto a monument in the cemetery the newscaster talks about disturbed graves and investigations that are continuing and then you see suddenly a dead armadillo in the road There's a van on the side of the road. A man is getting wheeled um, out of the van as he relieves himself using a coffee can. The wheelchair starts rolling down the hill and the man tumbles out. (laughs) They continue on their journey in the van and they're just complaining of the heat. Basically, everyone's wet all the time. It's very, yeah, everyone's (laughs)
2: sweaty and hot. Apparently, it was a big heat wave that year. In In
1: Tejas, in Texas, my home state. Mm-hmm. Um, Known for its uh, lovely, enjoyable weather That certainly doesn't <laughs> yeah. change every five minutes It's the devil's asshole yeah.
0: in, in the summer,
1: it's, it's not and fun And
0: now there's a hurricane I know
2: <laughs> um,
0: So they arrive at a cemetery And a good-looking lady inquires uh, I didn't know her name at the time I think that's Sally, actually Yeah, Sally Inquires with the locals to see where her granddaddy is buried A man is there, he drinks himself into unconsciousness He mumbles it's just nonsense to himself. Also, everyone's Tejas. like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty. That
2: was the mayor of Texas. Yeah, yeah the
0: mayor of Texas. <laughs> and every, that's and every Backwards senior. they are. They have a mayor for the state. Was he sitting in a tire? I feel like he was. <laughs> yeah, he was, He
2: yeah. was
0: sitting. He'd <laughs> been <laughs> that, stuck in there for days.
2: That was his company car. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's like, this is my tire. Um. No one really, they're like, that's what he does. No one really seemed concerned. Um, they continue that's Jed. The, he, sits <laughs> he sits in a tire. Hey, Mr. Mayor. Um, so they continue on their journey. Um, well, Sally goes to look for the grave, yada, yada. Uh, they kind of hang out there for a little bit. They continue on their journey and drive all sweaty by a slaughterhouse. Then Franklin starts animatedly talking about the slaughter methods. They drive by a hitchhiker, and then they decide to pick him up. Um, they ask him if he works the slaughterhouse. Then he pulls up gruesome pictures and talks about head cheese. Franklin is picking his nails with a knife, and then the hitchhiker pulls the knife away and starts cutting his own hand. And then he can—he's like, "Ugh! Like, look at the blood!" And they're like, "What the fuck is go with yeah, this, this guy?" Yeah, this guy's fucked up. Like, yeah. he's not an,
1: an, a something's, cool
0: guy. Something's wrong with his brain. Then he hands the <laughs> knife back to a weirded-out Franklin. He pulls out another knife from his own little weird...
2: Like a little cutthroat knife. Like yeah. Like a shaver knife.
0: The like a little shaver knife out of his weird... I called it a deer fanny pack. Because <laughs> it's like a deer hide it fanny is, pack.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then he starts basically creeping out everyone's day. I
1: wrote, that's what I wrote down. Yeah. The I mean, blood, that captures it pretty well.
0: Yeah. Because everyone's just like watching him from one side of the van. And he's on the back. And they're like,
1: ugh. And he's
0: like... Just yokeling, being weird. I know.
1: Well, he looked creepy to begin with. He looked like, you know, an inbred hick. Yeah, and he's... Yeah. Weirdo. And he's just waving a knife
0: around and being weird. Um, he... Then he has his blood dripping from his arm. He takes out a camera and takes a picture of their alarmed and aghast faces. So he was the one
2: taking the pictures at the beginning. Mm
0: -hmm. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. He has to be dropped off at his house, and then he invites Mm -hmm. them to dinner for head cheese. They're like, thanks, but no thanks. He tries to get them to pay for um, the picture that he took, his shitty picture. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, by autocorrect. Corrected it to shirts instead. His shirty, shirts the picture. Shirty picture. <laughs> shirty the shitty picture. picture. And then he decides to set it on fire and explode it using like gunpowder? Gun? Yeah, he uh, like put black when, powder on it or something. Yeah, and then, then he's, he's like on cackling, fire. like, ah, 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 like <laughs> cackling. <laughs> when they were like, no, we don't want your shitty picture. <laughs> then he takes out his uh, shaving knife and uh-huh. cuts grabs Franklin's arm and cuts it. Then they all pull over and then kick out the weirdo. <laughs> Um, they try to get some gas at the station, there's no gas, they ask for directions to the old Franklin place, um, the shopkeeper basically tells them to stay away from there, and Franklin says, well, that's, um, his daddy's land, or his granddaddy's land. Then they get back into the van and drive off, they're warned, and they have no gas. They drive down the road and arrive at their granddad's house, which is very run down, it's abandoned. They mentioned earlier that the crazy hitchhiker had smeared blood on the van, and it was left kind of some sort of weird symbol. Franklin starts to wonder if that guy will try to um, follow them. He seems pretty concerned and goes on and on about mm-hmm. it. Uh, everyone goes to investigate the old house and they leave Franklin outside. He calls for his sister Sally and he hears cackling and merriment inside. <laughs> He gets all butt butthurt because <laughs> uh, he's left alone.
1: I mean, that's, that's kind of bullshit. Your brother's in a wheelchair and you're like, bye, Franklin. We're going to go inside this house They're and like, have a great time. They know.
0: They're like, we're going to go look at spiders because we're
2: cool. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I know.
0: They start asking about a swimming hole. Franklin directs um, this one couple. I forget his name. I want to say Jerry. Jerry and Pam. Yeah. Um, they ask about. Um, the it's, it's Jim sp- and Pam. Jim and Pam, that's <laughs> what up. you're thinking of. No, then I'm going to actually start saying that. <laughs> um, so Ch- Jerry <laughs> and Pam, <laughs> I've done it. Um, ask about the swimming hole because um, Franklin had mentioned it earlier, and he directs them on where to go. At between this point, the two sheds. Yeah, go he there that, by okay. the tumbleweed. Take a left. At that's this the name point, of his biography. <laughs> yeah, between, <laughs> two, between sheds. two sheds. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> So at this point, Franklin notices, like, some weird skulls and feathers on the ground in the, their house. He calls again for Sally, and he doesn't receive an answer. Uh, Jerry and Pam, they're looking for the swimming hole. They're, like, kind of taking their shirts off, like, stoked, and then they find, like, a dried up area where there was no swimming hole. Yeah. And they're like, they're pretty bummed. And then at this point they notice there's a house nearby, so they decide to go ask for gas because they hear a generator or some yeah, kind of there's noise. Yeah, that's a very nice generator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're walking around the property. There are nice cars which are covered. A the generator. They walk to the main house um, and knock on the door. They knock on the door and then suddenly a tooth falls out. And then <laughs> then Jerry said, "Here's your your present." And she goes, "Ah!" And then he continues like that's normal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the seventies. Um, <70s. laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, wait, no, it's Kirk. Kirk, who? Kirk and Pam. Kirk and Kirk. Pam. Yeah, yeah. She's like, Kirk? Okay. <laughs> anyway, Kirk opens the front door. He hears a squealing pig, and he walks into the house, naturally. Um, as one does. As one does. <laughs> Out comes Leatherface. He uh, smashes Kirk's face in and then slams this metal door back shut. And there's like so suddenly there's a horrifying image. He gets hit in the head, and then it shuts like nothing ever happened. It's very eerie. Do
1: you think that there's anybody listening to this episode who does not know who Leatherface is? To
0: be a horror fan and not have at yeah. least seen it in like the Americana, like the fabric, yeah, like of, have a mental of, image
1: of what it what it's like.
0: I think it's even been on The Simpsons, right? It's or it's like he's on, up
2: there with Freddy Krueger and yeah, Michael oh. Myers.
0: Okay. Yeah, I don't think so. But, I mean, I can describe it. It's, it was a big lumbering guy who, like, the actor who played him was over, like, six-something.
1: He was 6'4". Six 6'4". Six, four. Six, four, wow. and That's and he, one of the things I, I tracked yeah. for the sequels was the of he wore abilities. high heels
2: <laughs> when he made the film to make it look even bigger. Oh, yeah. So he must have been, like, 6'7", I guess. He
0: was gigantic. And then he has, like, he had, like, a little chef's,
1: like... Thing on? Didn't oh, an, he an apron? apron. He an wears apron? an apron a lot. That, well, it's that whole slaughterhouse uh, motif? He's like, this is my going for. This is my uniform. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I wear this to keep the blood yeah. off my clothes. <laughs> and then he
0: has on his head—it's like skin from another per, human yeah. being. Yeah. That's why. He and has leather then the hair. Face. So leather face. He's wearing
1: the face of another person. Yes. Yeah, over his own face. It's mm-hmm. a little bit rude. Um, so then, very rude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's really the taking of it that's rude. The wearing of it, you might consider a tribute. Yeah. An homage. I would say it's more snarky,
0: <laughs> cheeky, a little it, cheeky. Cheeky. So, um, Pam is outside, on the, swinging on the bench. She keeps calling for Kirk and doesn't receive a response. It's been a few minutes. She comes into the house next, and she's looking for him. And then she stumbles into a weird—I call it—chicken feather room.
1: Yeah, what was <laughs> up with all the chicken feathers in that room?
0: With it, I mean. Somebody's bed
1: split open. I get
0: yeah. <laughs> There's um, a caged chicken in there, like, just bark, barking away. Mm-hmm. Bones, weird bone sculptures. And there are also many, many human that couch, skulls.
2: That amazing couch made of bones.
0: Oh, yeah. There's, that's like, crazy. a long shot
2: of the whole couch.
0: All these, like, just weird, like, furniture made out of
2: human bo- yeah, bones. Yeah. Which is kind Sounds of, like, comfy. links to the Ed Gein thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Which we'll come to, I'm sure.
0: Yes, yes. So um, mm-hmm. so you see all of this, like, as the viewer. And then... Um, she takes it all in, and she's looking at the room. Then she starts screaming, and she's like, "What the fuck is this?" But she's just screaming. She attempts to run out, but Leatherface captures her and puts her on a meat hook. Yeah, um, which is horrifying. And I think you sort of feel gets, it a little bit uh, when she does yeah. that.
1: It gets used that. repeatedly throughout the the sequels. That yeah. element, and um, yeah, it gets other times. It's used. It's way more realistic than yeah. this one. Then this one, you just, you don't really obviously see much. It's it's very, like,
0: this is what happens, and you kind of have to imagine the rest. Yeah, they're like, we're not going to
1: bother trying to execute the special effects to show you it going into her back. We're just going to let your imagination do the work.
0: Yeah, yeah. So then at this point, she sees what happened to Kirk. He's there, dead. Bloatherface um, turns on the chainsaw and then starts working on Kirk as Pam just watches and screams. Meanwhile, the rest of the friends—Franklin, Sally, and Jerry—they're waiting by the van. Franklin's convinced the van marking on the van means something. Franklin asks Sally to help him find his pocket knife because she had it last. Jerry decides. Basically, I hate every time Franklin talks. Am I gonna? Franklin just, is like... the fucking worst. <laughs> He's I really
2: just feel I'm like sorry. it has to be. Sad. He is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're disabled. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but he is a you man, don't realize because when you see him roll down that hill at the beginning, you don't hate him yet. But then later on, you're like, you, "I'm glad, glad he rolled down, down that, down that. hill." Yeah. You want to push him down yes. a couple more. Yes. Okay.
0: So Jerry decides to go um, walk to that creek that he knew that Kirk and Pam had gone to, and he wants to go see what, what the where the hell they are. Franklin and Sally wait for the van. Jerry wanders over to the other property in search of the friends, and he knocks on the door. Mm -hmm. No one answers, but then he sees one of their sweaters, like kind of hanging on the side of the porch, (laughs) like a blanket. So yeah, so he knows it belong. I mean, he knows it's theirs, and they must have been there. Jerry starts to hear giggling inside, and he thinks that it's his friends, um, and he thinks that it's a trick. So that he wanders inside the house, and Jerry sees all the craziness inside, and then hears a knocking in the cooler. Uh, He opens the cooler and sees Pam emerge. She's kind of bluish. Uh, briefly, because one is when one emerges. <laughs> is she from still alive at that point? Because
2: that was like, oh, Yeah, but yeah, like, like barely, a spasm. She's yeah.
0: alive, but like not with it anymore. Yeah, she's she's totally just like, ooh, crazy. Um, <laughs> she emerges briefly. That's like an all purpose noise that you like, <laughs> <"Ugh."> <laughs> I use it every every synopsis. I don't know how to turn it off. This is a new watch. Anyway. Um, Pam emerges briefly when he when Jerry opens it, but then Loverface comes out and kills Jerry. I think he knocks him in the head, too. Or was that
1: a chainsaw? I can't remember. Um, well, There's, there's only a, one
2: chainsaw death in the whole film.
1: Yeah. And they use the element of the, the hammer to the head, because that's another yeah. nod to the whole slaughterhouse backstory of the family. So there's that yeah. hammer to the skull element. Yeah, yeah.
2: And Leatherface kind of has this moment of regret, doesn't right. he? That's the bit where he holds his hands in his face. And he goes, "Maybe, maybe oh, the no. face,
0: the face over his face was falling." Oh off. yes. <laughs> so I said, Leatherface goes looking out the window and appears to have some kind sort of existential moment. crisis. <laughs> it's
1: like that meme where said, Kermit the on. Frog is staring out the window into the rain. Yeah,
2: no, in the rain. Yeah, one Yeah, he's like,
0: oh gosh. So mm-hmm. then night falls, and Franklin and Sally wave by the van. Sally mm-hmm. decides to turn the van headlights, honks the horn. Uh, yeah. The two of them decide to start calling out their names. Franklin wants to go to the gas station, but Sally refuses. Mm-hmm. She wants the flashlight that Franklin's oh holding. My God, he does the, the, flash- the flashlight the argument. Flashlight. I yeah, wanted that. to blow my own yeah. brains out listening <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to them
1: argue over that flashlight. You
0: know, they fight. The flashlight. And, and he relents. He goes, oh, oh, Sally! Um, and he, but he agrees to go with her. And by with her, I mean she has to push his ass through right, the bramble yeah. <laughs> Through the
2: worst track. Yes, it's very bad. She mm.
0: storms off and Franklin begs for her to slow down, um so he can keep up then she, they start and shouting she's like, suck it, Franklin. I know, basically. <laughs> yeah. She they see, um they start shouting Jerry's name, she pushes Franklin through the brush. They see the house and a light Franklin bitches about her pushing capabilities, and Sally <laughs> complains that it's impossible. <laughs> Franklin tells her to stop. He's like, I hear something, but she's basically like, shut the fuck up. I'm like, done with you. <laughs> or she's like, whatever, he keeps pushing him. You're
1: only here because mom made me bring you. Yeah, I know.
2: <laughs>
0: but out comes Leatherface with his chainsaw, where he saws Franklin down, and Sally runs her ass away, runs away.
2: Um, and that's the only <laughs> chainsaw death in the yeah. whole film.
0: Yes. which is
2: really impressive
0: it's pretty pretty crazy so Mm -hmm. Leatherface pursues her as she gets caught in the dense brush he swings the chainsaw and he's able to pursue her because he has a chainsaw Um, oh
2: and then the chase this crazy chase it's insane it's like Benny Hill
0: yeah (laughs) you want to turn on the music (laughs) (laughs) she runs to the murder house um, unknowingly obviously for help and runs inside -hmm. Slamming the front door closed, and then Leatherface has to cut through the door with the chainsaw. She finds two corpses that are dressed very nicely and mummified, and begs them to help or for help until she realizes that they're dead. Then she proceeds to jump from a window and run away.
2: Not for the first time, (laughs)
0: yeah, right. Leatherface, that's her M.O. She's Sally jumps through the window. Whatever her last name is, Hardis. Hardis, yeah. Leatherface chases her more as she mm-hmm. stumbles through the brush. She struggles, bloody. She eventually climbs the a stick. Um, Leatherface catches up and she screams and runs for her life more. She gets to the gas station and the gas station attendant uh, is there um, that they encountered earlier who warned them, like, don't go there. He opens the door and lets her inside. She begs him to call the police. He looks out and he does not see anyone. Basically, uh, Leatherface is gone um, and... She begs him to call the police saying, please, please, you know, like, it's, he's after me. It's going to kill. He's going to kill us. Um, he goes to get the truck and he says, I'm going to call the police. She looks inside the barbecue pit uh, at the gas station. She's a little bit like quizzical. Like, what the fuck is That's that? That's a really
2: suspenseful moment because nothing happens. She's just, just sat quiet. waiting and she's kind of twitching. Yeah. And she ad- admiring the barbecue.
0: And She's just being really quiet and she seems like a little bit like something's bro- not yeah, right. Something a little on, yeah. bit. Yes, and um, mm. so he comes, um, he comes back with his truck. He emerges with a bag and a rope, and she's like, oh, my gosh. He's like, now, come, calm down now, and she's like, <laughs> "No!" and she gets the knife, and she, he easily uh-huh. gets it away from her and beats her with a broom. A until broom, he, a broom yeah. attack That's, is brutal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, knocks her unconscious. Yes. He, um, and then he ties her up and puts the bag over her head. He drives, home um, he puts her in the truck, and then he's, he pokes her with the broom and cackles. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he sees the hitchhiker from earlier. He's driving on the road, sees the hitchhiker, he gets out at the truck and of the truck and yells that he almost got caught. Yeah. And um the hitchhiker's I mean, like, I not I won't get caught you know, I don't know what he was doing, being weird with corpses taking pictures and stuff. Yeah. Um, they both drive back to the murder house. He yells more and is pissed that he has he tells the hitchhiker you left your brother alone and his brother has killed everyone.
1: Um, the Way t- to go. You were supposed to be sitting, and what happened?
0: So then he sees uh, the gas station attendant. I think he's the oldest brother or like a dad figure. I'm not really sure what he is.
2: They're probably all interrelated.
0: Yeah, yeah interrelated. Sometimes. He's a dad, brother dad. brother, brother dad. <laughs> he's brother no times Texas. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Oh, okay. Burn. Oh, okay.
1: Um, Careful. So My that, family came yeah. from Texas, too. <laughs> oh,
0: so he starts yelling at um leatherface he's pissed he yelled mm-hmm. about the door and then of course like leatherface is kind of cowering because he his dad that dad or
1: big brother has I, like some power over him authority i think it's brother because they all mm-hmm. keep referring to grandpa at the same all of them refer to him as grandpa okay mm-hmm. so yeah yeah so then his the big
2: oldest brother, brother yeah the yeah, the old,
0: mm-hmm. yeah the oldest brother. Um, you know, he's he's really mad. He yells about the door. He says, well, look what you did to the door. And you killed those kids. And you're going to get... He's basically not mad that they're dead. He's mad that he, they're going to get caught. Because it's, that's a lot of kids, people to kill. Yeah, that's too many to kill at <laughs> too one many. time. You can't yeah. kill
1: a whole group of people. Right.
0: So mm. then the hitchhiker takes the bag off of Sally's head. She sees it's him. And then she's horrified and screams. Mm. And what the fuck? The oldest brother... um you know, he starts talking about it, like, Wax is poetic about their horrifying family. He tells her to take it easy. He She sits there, bound and gagged to a chair, and they he says, we're going to have supper soon. Um, and at this point, she looks up, and you see that the light is made out of, like, human bones and, like, leather, and it's yeah. fu- fucking yeah, crazy. There's it's bones!
1: bones. <laughs> there's bones in
0: that lamp. Um so Leatherface and his brother bring down the corpses, Grandpa and Grandma, for dinner. But Grandpa isn't dead. They decide to cut Sally's finger, and Grandpa starts sucking on her finger as Sally oh, looks wide-eyed and horrified. That
1: was like, it was like a sexual assault was going yeah. on. Yeah. Like, of all of the horrible things that get done to people in this movie, that, just him sucking the blood that out disgusting. of her And it's fingers. very ASMR. That may, that like, it's very true. ASMR, yeah. Like yeah, like the, the noise. Oh. Yeah,
2: it's very loud. Yeah, it's. I don't it's suspect disgusting. he's brushed or flossed in many years, so that's I, I mean,
0: there's something very wrong. And there's definitely some hepatitis going around this household. Absolutely. Tetanus <laughs> abounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, at this point, you know, there's a lot of frames of like wide eyed Sally, like oh her just God. like tears streaming yeah, from her all eyes. All the
2: close ups of her eyeballs. Yeah, yeah. She cool. has
0: some beautiful green eyes. She does. But it's yeah. like really it's like they, insane. They utilize um, that a lot. So at this point, Sally wakes up. Uh, passes out and then um, later she wakes. And and she starts a... screaming again and riles up the locals. I said yeah. <laughs> they start howling in response. Uh, Leatherface and they are and at the, the dinner hitchhiker. table at this point. Yes, they're at the dinner the table. famous
2: dinner table mm-hmm. scene.
0: Sally screams and begs. They mock her. Mm-hmm. She just sits there terrified. The chef just says, you know, get it done, just get it done. Like he's not, he's like, I don't really enjoy the killing part. Like right. the hitchhiker and Leatherface seem to really enjoy it. Leatherface keeps approaching her face and then asks, um, then the big brother asks them to make it, you know, he make it quick, just get it done. Then they say, well, actually, let's have Grandpa do it. He's the best. He, he's the best at killing. So they wheel over <laughs> weird Grandpa. Which was not
1: borne out by his <laughs> performance. <laughs> yeah,
0: he, he fucked up. You had your chance. And he yeah. choked. So. They say, do the killing, and they, like, have her, like, bent over, like, a big bucket. Yeah. And they keep handing Grandpa the hammer, and then he keeps dropping it, because he's basically the corpse. I don't know what his deal is.
1: Yeah. Um, Clinging to life by his fingernails. Yeah, and it's just,
0: like, repeatedly dropping the the hammer over and over, and they scream, and they're yelling at her, and she's screaming, horrified. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's able to like wriggle out of her, the um, yeah. the hitchhiker's grasp. And, and she jump. has
2: an inability to go through doors. She has to go through another window.
0: <laughs> and jumps <laughs> out like of the a window. a wide open door right next not, to the I window. I would not and invite she...
2: her over for coffee. She's like, no, like, thank he'd you. would be spending money on glazing. Every time. <laughs> oh, she's got
0: to go um, Yeah, well, she seems to be good at it. I don't she's know. She's very she, good at it. She yeah. jumps out of the window again. She stumbles and down the she got road. blood all Oh, sorry. No, there's Spoiler. blood all over her, and now it's sort of. Because the hammer hits
2: her on the head yeah. at one point. So yeah. yeah. And
1: then, I thought it was one awesome. of the brothers, I think.
2: There's a scalp wound. Takes there.
1: A because mm-hmm. that's something with the. Yeah. When, they, when they pick up the hitchhiker, one of the things that he's ranting about when he's in there is this family's history with the slaughterhouse mm-hmm. and how back in the day,
2: yeah, that was which how they killed the animals was with into. the hammer, and then mm-hmm. he starts
1: talking about the introduction of the mm-hmm. air gun killing process bad. yeah that's right mm-hmm. yeah and but he, the whole thing is that their granddad was like the best with the hammer when it was killing animals in the slaughterhouse and yeah. so they're like have granddad do it
2: 60 in five minutes that was a statistic minutes. yeah well, like talking 12 about, a minute
1: yeah and math. they were talking about
0: um you're always trying no <laughs> no to me with your math <laughs> <laughs> they're talking about the, I mean, air, the air gun and how it like was calling causing like an attrition of jobs and like yeah. of impacting their mm-hmm. jobs and stuff it's like my gerbs, it, it's, um, it's just like the self-checkout at, at Safeway I know yeah so then um, she she runs She's she jumps out the window she stumbles down the road and is pursued by both of the men the hitchhiker and Leatherface. She starts getting cut by the hitchhiker while he's in in the road, and then he's not really paying attention, and she runs out of the way, and a semi runs and barrels down and runs him over.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. Um,
0: a chase happens as the semi driver gets up, he pulls over, and then he's like, "What the fuck?" and he's like just running around, not saying <laughs> anything, just running in circles. Yeah. He was not the most helpful guy to show
1: up in that moment. Um,
2: in fact, you don't know what happens to him because he runs off. He just runs yeah. off. He's like, fuck this. Doesn't there's... even get back in his truck. Yeah, no.
1: well, I do not understand why he didn't drive. Like, they, they jump just get into the cab in. of the truck and then they yeah. crawl across and jump out the other yeah. door. They like they, they don't like chase away. It. He
2: forgot how to drive.
0: There's a chase through the cab a few times. Yeah. They just keep running through it. I don't know. It's yeah. weird.
1: It's like, hey, how about you turn it on and drive away?
2: Yeah. Remember that thing you were doing like two minutes ago? <laughs> do that again.
1: He forgot. Drive <laughs> he was so traumatized. Yeah. Another
0: truck of normal regular truck, drives, truck yeah. comes by and picks up Sally and she's just in the back screaming. Um uh, that's the the that shot she does the sunrise It's and, insane. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's um and then Leatherface is just left swinging his old chainsaw on the road, mad.
2: And it cuts. Oh, I and I love that's that ending. It's end, yeah. great. That's the end. Yeah. Good. And
0: that's Texas Chainsaw Texas Massacre. Chainsaw. Yeah,
2: that was a good synopsis. Did you write that yourself? Yes. Good job.
0: I wrote it myself. <laughs> I wrote it myself. Nice. Um, obviously, except for the John Larkett, uh, bit. Yeah, no. In the beginning. We've, we've only ever used a,
1: a non original <laughs> recap on this show. Only the ones. I can't remember what the movie was. It was Dracula. Oh, Dracula. When I, for, Dracula. I forgot I was the one that was supposed to write the recap, and I, I showed up without one. And so Victor went and printed it out <laughs> off of Wikipedia. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and we're like, well, full um,
0: credit to Wikipedia, yeah, which yeah, we Wikipedia. <laughs> So, um. Katie, mm-hmm. did you think this movie was or is scary?
1: Um, I I think that it, it's decent. It's decent. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that it's not scary at all. I think there are elements that make it less scary to today's audiences, um, whether they're seeing it for the first time or having a repeat viewing. Um, I think that it's uh, it's cred is legit. Um. Regardless of whether or not like watching it actually frightens you or makes you jump or makes you scream or leaves you feeling scared mm-hmm. afterward, um, but I think I think it's an achievement. Whether or not you you think it's actually scary, um, something that I was checking I don't know if I'd mentioned this to you before, Meredith, but at the um, end of my last school year, one of my students um, gave me as a gift a, a book that was about horror movies that were based on true crimes, which oh, crimes were? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, I was like, "What's the title? I need that book." Yeah, it's called. I think it's called Beyond the Horror. Um, but, and I haven't, I've been working on another book, so I haven't read it yet, but I knew that Texas Chainsaw Massacre was in it. And so I just quickly skimmed that part of it today. And obviously we know as, as Tony already mentioned, the Ed Gein, Mm -hmm. um, origin of the story, but it said in, in the little opening paragraph, um, something that had occurred to me when I was watching this is, was this the origin of slasher? Mm hmm. Um, and yeah. the uh, criminologist that wrote this book, that that was the the position he was taking that um, he was arguing it was either psycho you could potentially argue mm-hmm. um, was the real first slasher movie. But it's also very much universally considered a psychological horror film, whereas oh, uh-huh. Texas Chainsaw is was maybe the first true Slasher film, which we know that that's uh, of all of us that have uh, <laughs> appeared on this podcast. Mm-hmm. That that's my genre is, is yeah. the slasher films. Um, so I think that uh, as as an example of a slasher film, it that does if that's your thing, then it's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, because it it really does that well. the The attacks are are well shot. They're well timed. The um, it's very unpredictable. It's unexpected. Um, it has all of the elements that, that make a good slasher villain and slasher settings. Um, so yeah, I think that uh I think that it's scary in its mm-hmm. own way. Yeah. Definitely. You know, it's not like ghost or or demon or haunting scary. Um, you know, actual like real crimes that could happen in the real world is a completely different ballpark as far as horror movies go. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. but yeah,
0: I think it's scary. Yeah, I I mean Tony, what do you think? Do you oh, think it's scary?
2: I do. I was surprised. I was so shocked when I first saw this film in 1999. <laughs> um, it's got a bit of everything. It's got a bit of comedies comedy. Un, un...
0: Non-intentional.
2: Non-intentional. That's yeah. the real thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Non-intentional comedy. But the the soundtrack is what I love about this film so much. Especially the scene when it's Knight and Franklin and uh, Sally. 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 They're outside the van. And that sound is just so creepy. That really stuck with me. It's very, very scary. I, I probably it it reminded me a lot. Of, there's a lot of psycho in it. The dead mother,
1: oh. and mm-hmm.
2: the animal, which um, is
1: the, yeah, it's all attributable to. There's that a guy. lot of mm-hmm.
2: your favorite film, uh, *Salem's Lot*, which is um, <laughs> I know you don't like that film, but there is a scene in *Salem's Lot* where which is directed by Toby Hooper as well where David's soul is looking or maybe the boy is in the house and there's all like chicken bones and things made out of bones and things. Mm -hmm. So it reminded me of that a lot. It is very scary. I mean, I love the fact that the only, there's only one chainsaw death in the whole film. I love the fact that it's a lot of build up and a lot of suspense and the violence is not too, it, it is probably was disturbing at the time, but, um, It's kind of laughable now, maybe some of it, but I watched it again this morning in broad daylight and it still made me feel kind of icky and gross.
1: Oh, yeah. It's not a feel good. No, it's not a feel good movie. (laughs) That's why I almost and some of the later stuff I think falls more into this category, but the elevation of slasher movies to torture porn which was, yeah. like, really more of a thing with Rob Zombie, with the Hostel movies, with yeah. all of those. Yeah. Where yeah. this, I don't think, rise, the original doesn't really rise no, to that it's level. Not,
2: yeah, it doesn't remind me of those kinds of, like, audition as well. But That's it's
1: that a, feeling that, that you heart do heart heart have Ugh. afterwards. Oh, my gosh, that, like, audition. Yeah. Don't get me started and, on um, that one. also, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, Did you, think, you?
0: It Did you think it was Scary Meredith? Did think it was Scary I think it's very scary in that, well... I I like that a lot of the parts where there there's no like jump cheap jump scares. It's like if there's something coming out, it's going to come kill you. There's nothing, you know, campy about it. And I think Mm -hmm. that's one of the reasons this movie holds up so well. Like, sure, the dialogue would. Franklin just yeah. yammering on. And it looks 70s visually. Yeah.
2: The, f- yeah. the bell bottoms yeah. are her- yeah. horrific. Yeah.
0: But also Aren't the Aren't cu- they the so coloring uh, too? They, it's yeah. like 100 degrees and he's wearing yeah. like all polyester. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah. I'm going to wear the 70s jeans were hot. Or... Yeah. from head to foot. You probably yeah. don't
2: know the 70s, but they were hot. Was it just all
0: hot? Everyone's Sweat, hot.
2: <laughs> sweaty, itchy clothing, yeah. That sounds, <laughs> I was, sounds miserable. I was five when this film came out and I remember seeing a clip of it on the TV, on the news, and it just chilled me
0: were they talking about how it was banned
2: yeah how it was banned like, yeah they had yeah. to ban it yeah that and a lot of yeah. other films The Exorcist was another one they sure banned.
0: that I was like thinking when you said the that other, was there was something else years. that was banned from the UK but that, I can't and another one called
2: Driller Killer mm. which, oh which was a slasher like um, it's a Brit, almost like I think it's a British film and it's um, a British version of Texas Chainsaw Massacre I've mm. never seen it
0: well I have never even heard of it so I Driller Killer yeah. well um so I, I love that part about mm-hmm. how it's not cheap and it still holds up, but also part of it that makes it scary is like going out into areas where you don't really know place, places that are kind yeah. of like super, um, remote, remote. There's like locals, they all know each other and you're the outsider. Mm-hmm. It's, it has a very, very weird vibe of like, um, what's the other movie where it has like, um, Burt Reynolds and it's, it's the Deliverance Deliverance, Deliverance. yes yeah. so yeah. it's like they come in and they're like we're gonna why have a great it time why isn't that
1: considered a horror
2: movie it yeah, should be so. right
0: but it has like that kind of feeling of dread yeah um, too Yeah, and you're out
2: of your depth you yes. don't know who yeah. these people are
0: and you and think yeah you're
1: in someone that's else's why I find backyard that, that scene yes. at the petrol yeah.
2: station when Sally is like um, waiting for something he goes out to get the truck and it's like hang on has he got killed has he hasn't come back but that whole build-up is yeah. really good. And, and there's, a, there's a Belgian film, I don't know why, it just popped into my head, uh-huh. if you like Strangers in a Strange Land, called mm. Calvair. Have you ever seen that? Mm-mm.
0: No. Uh-uh. That's a
2: really disturbing film about a guy who gets lost in the woods and he comes across this town. And Ooh. there's no women in the town.
0: Oh, no. All
2: these men. And it's just very gritty and grimy and grubby and scary.
0: There must be weird reasons why. Mm. Also, I think another part, and, and I tend to not... I tend to shy away from what you I call like hor- horror porn, like that kind of like hostile stuff. Yeah. And I don't feel like this gets to that point. So that's why I actually still enjoy it. And I usually shy away from slasher movies because to me they seem like old tropes that are,
2: yeah.
0: you know, played out and mm-hmm. I get bored. But this one, I don't feel like that is the case. So I really enjoy it. Um, and I think it's scary for sure. Yeah. But it doesn't make I mean, I could fall asleep. Instantly, probably, yeah. after watching it. <laughs> yeah, it, does, it doesn't terrifying.
1: linger yeah, on you. it doesn't.
0: No. Um, so Katie, is she took on the very hefty <laughs> job of
1: uh, talking about sequels. Oh yeah, my, my favorite topic, uh, sequels, prequels, and remakes. Um, so I only had a week uh, to work for this one because we decided last Saturday that this was the movie and we were recording this Saturday. And at the time, I don't think any of us really realized the depth of sequelage uh, the Texas Chainsaw carried, but there are, uh, after this initial, eight more Texas Chainsaw movies. Um, of those, I was able to watch five and a half of them this good week. God, well done. Um, That's some good effort. That's really yeah. good work. Which means that there are two that I had already seen in the past that I did not get an opportunity to rewatch. And then one new one that I had never seen that I only got halfway through this morning before yeah. I had to stop.
0: And that one's brand new, basically. Yes. I mean, like a yeah. year old yeah.
1: Too. Um, so uh, to start out w- with the sequel, so Toby Hooper was the director of the first one um, and the real, you know, man behind the project. Um, and I, we'll probably talk more about that later. But he also directed the second one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then uh, we've mentioned already he directed Salem's Lot as well, but also Poltergeist. Um, oh, right. He did.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: So and there's like, like all
0: that. Um... Yeah. Was it Spielberg or Poltergeist? Yes, or or Poltergeist yeah. Was it really him were, or was yeah. he
1: just the, yeah. Okay. The name on the. The whatever. name on the thing. Right. Um, but then he also was involved in producing the, um, the sequels that came out in 2003, 2006, 2013, as well as the one that was titled Leatherface. So he's been really involved in the franchise mm-hmm. um, pretty much all the way through. Um, the second one came out in 1986. So, the, I mean, these sequels are really spread out. Mm-hmm. So the original 74, the first sequel came out 12 years later. Right, um, it was just yeah. titled Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. And uh, it starred Dennis Hopper.
0: Yes, I saw that. I'm yeah. like, after Blue Velvet. What yeah. was that before? I don't know.
1: So he's playing a Texas Ranger, and he's supposed to be Sally and Franklin's uncle.
0: Oh, okay. And so
1: that's why he's got um, a vendetta against the killer because his niece and nephew were were well and that's the thing is the premise the premise changes on whether or not Sally survives oh Um, as far as the second one Sally's killed as well okay and so he's kind of on this avenging he's the avenging angel um, so uh, when I watched the first one I was like this is this is such a perfectly 70's movie you jump into the second one and you're like there's never been a more 80's movie than this movie that I'm watching right now mm-hmm. um, so uh, they,
0: like, they got rid of the polyester and everyone's wearing uh, neon
1: as- and neon? they look like Rick Isley and all of it <laughs> um, but uh, mm-hmm. what you might not realize and we'll be happy to know Meredith that um, it was a Tom Savini film oh.
0: <gasps> I love him he's yeah. my favorite Tom Savini, yeah. the godfather of all horror. Yeah, and so he's responsible for all the effects. effects in
1: this second one and this movie is campy as hell. You would not believe it. Like, there's a good portion of the point where Leatherface is laying siege to these people at this radio station and he's literally wearing a suit jacket with this loud 80s tie. Oh. Like, they they take it in another direction. Leatherface
0: has, um, you know, like, he wore the different masks Mm-hmm. Or leather faces yeah. in yeah,
1: the original. Masks. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and he also, <laughs> there's the cross dressing element that, that pops up um, mm-hmm. throughout it that kind of, you know, ebbs and flows. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so I also, one of the things I also tracked was the um, Rotten Tomatoes uh, rating for oh, all no. of them. I'm guessing it's like 12%. Well, so the original was an 89%. <laughs> good. Okay. Good, Beautiful.
2: Good, good. Yeah.
1: It's it's number good two was the second highest. Uh, at a forty-five percent.
2: Oh, it is pretty bad.
1: Yeah, that's not as bad it's... as I assumed. No. Mm. Um, but uh, there's just the the Savini effect. The once you know it's him, you're like, yes, you are there for everything that he's doing. There's a point where a guy who's driving a car gets the top of his head sawed off with the chainsaw, and the, just the blood shooting out, just the flat, nice, clean cut across the top of his skull, and the blood spurting out. It's so beautiful. It's art. It's Totally delightful. Make it look
0: as real as possible. It's, and it's then crazy. there's
1: another point where this character we think is dead has had his face and sections of skin all over his body were removed but he's still like alive and participating in the scene and interacting with other people mm. and so you know Savini was really given it his, his best effort um The main character is actually this dj of a radio station and she is so obnoxious Mm -hmm. like you just can't take any more of her and you are subjected to her the entire movie is
0: she the franklin of this movie kind of (laughs) kind of (laughs) um
1: and
0: sailing (laughs) sailing she's like she's
1: like
2: what
1: (laughs) Um, but this character ends up kind of befriending leatherface a la like chunk and sloth in goonies like oh. they have this like weird thing, and then she's like, she like gets him oh. to help her. Like she's his little pet. I like, mean, it goes like slay her foes. Super off the rails. Sup- I mean, you. Ha- I wrote. You have to see it to believe it. There's a point where she's trapped in this underground, you know, uh, maze with the family and everything, and she's running down this long tunnel, and there's all these victims posed like window displays around her, like shit's the like all the Macy's windows where the these mummies are on the beach. With the umbrella and the lawn chair, and these mummies are trimming the Christmas tree, and there's all these like crazy colored lights everywhere. And you're like, What is happening? It's
0: Leatherface's art. He wants to make a
1: family, <laughs> yeah, of, like a little town. Yeah. Um, they do cre- recreate the final dinner scene, um. <gasps> With uh, Grandpa trying to do the killing with the He's hammer, still there. Grandpa's still, still there. After
2: though, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Didn't uh, the older brother, the chef, is in it again. The cook, mm-hmm. the cook. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: most of the yeah the family characters they they kept it because even though it's like twelve years later, they kept right. some a good amount of continuity in those like the various members of family. The characters are they
0: still in that Texas royal rural? No, they they plucked
1: them and and put them something totally. And it's all in the um, the Red River rodeo setting. Like it's the Oklahoma, Texas uh, Mm. football game. And there's like a a, one of the, the chef wins the chili cook off with oh, his no. because that's something that you didn't actually specifically note in the recap that they're supposed to be cannibals. Yes. Not only are there yeah, like yeah, bones yeah. everywhere, but they're they're supposedly eating the flesh of their victims. I forgot. Yeah, they, they But that's, are. it's not super um it's not stated really explicitly. I think like, right. you the have opening really, cuz
2: the opening of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 there's that crawl, you know, like the introduction I think it mentions cannibalism there and I remember thinking oh wow I didn't really get that they were cannibals
1: yeah you it's yeah it's very subtle in the Mm -hmm. first one Um, but it is something that they come back to and it's supposed to be really Mm. a big part of the identity of this family is the cannibalism Mm -hmm. Um, but then so it's kind of funny that he wins this chili cook-off yeah yeah Mm
2: -hmm. so they
1: like
0: loaded up their truck like
1: the Clampets and went to the Red River chili cook-off I guess Um, Yeah, so number two, like when I was first watching it, I was like, this is the most terrible movie. But then especially then after watching, you know, like five more um, realizing that I think it holds a pretty special place. Um, in the canon where it almost is it's more worth watching mm-hmm. than some of the other sequels that aren't so ridiculous just mm-hmm. because it has it has so much personality like it obviously went in a very dur- different direction from the original mm-hmm. but it see it had like a cult classic vibe in and of itself like So it's just it, like sound like it could just be fun if you want to put on yeah like a, like, a rocky horror experience oh, you know okay. just just out there Yeah. And and surprising.
0: And I think when you like start a movie and if you're in it for
1: different reasons, it can really impact how you. Yeah. If it's not what you're expecting or not what you were looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like looking back now that I've seen some almost all of the sequels, I'm like, okay, I get you know, if I were going to I would definitely tell people, oh, skip this one, skip this one. But it's like if you wanted to watch a sequel, I mean, it's it's entertaining if you know what you're getting into. Kind of. (laughs) <laughs> Got it. Yeah, that makes sense. So that was number two in 1986. Uh, number three came out in 1990. So that's, you know, four years later.
2: Was that Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3?
1: Yeah. So the yeah. full title was Leatherface colon Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Right. Um, and it featured a, a super young, sweet-faced Viggo Mortensen. <gasps> oh, that's right. Viggo Mortenstein. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, however, this one had a Rotten Tomato score of 13%, which put it in last place okay. of all of the sequels. He's- Fun
0: fact: He was like married to the the lead singer from the punk band X, and they had oh, like really? a child together and stuff. And wow. I was like, "Really? That's so random." Yeah, it's random. but um, I don't know. That's.
1: That's that's crazy. So 13% that's 13% on Rotten Tomatoes for that one. Yeah. um, And you mentioned the the shot from the original with the dead armadillo this one. So, you know, I wouldn't have had occasion to mention this uh, on a previous episode, but armadillos are my favorite animal. Hmm. Um, and so in this one, it, it over, at the very beginning we get my what I call my own personal nightmare is they actually you see them hit an armadillo with their car, but it's not killed. And it's laying there like squeaking and squirming and dying, and then they decide to put it out of their misery by smashing it with a giant rock. So of all of the killing in all of these movies, that was probably the that th- was part the that bothered that me the most, the most yeah. so personally. That's like-
0: that's like when people have a really problem with the dog dying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they'll watch like, like all of these people get murdered in a movie. But if somebody kills a dog. Yeah. They're like, that wasn't okay, man. <laughs> You're like, you went too far. <laughs> well, and the same thing kind of <laughs> happened with the um, the most recent um, Halloween, the new Halloween, where he killed the fireman. And there yeah, was this big so uproar that like, you it. had him, Michael Myers, kill fireman. That's not right. And it's like. He kills doctors and nurses and cops and he teachers give, and children, uh, but children, but they're yeah. like, "We're going to be in an uproar because he killed firefighters." Right? Yeah. Don't touch um, our
2: firefighters.
1: Yeah. This is America. Those are you <laughs> they're know, sacred, 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 yeah. sacred people. Um, yeah. So while um, being in the last place, Rotten Tomatoes position, uh, the third movie does hold um, a, a winning spot. Uh, although he's tied for the um, tallest leather face. Okay. Because six, seven, I, did, six, I was seven. tracking the heights. Um, so R.A. Mihaloff is 6'6". Six, six. Oh, okay. Um. And he he is tied um for the with uh Dan Yeager who was the um the Leatherface in the 2013 movie. Which the IMDb page in the 2013 movie goes tallest man to ever play Leatherface. I'm like, I'm sorry, tied for the tallest. So I might have to talk to IMDb <laughs> about write them that. A sternly sternly, wo- sternly worded, worded, le- worded letter. Uh, email or, that they won't check. Have yeah. to
2: speak to their manager for yeah. sure. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, so a a big portion of um, this one and in uh, other sequels as well, we get out of that flat Texas landscape mm-hmm. and we're in a wooded setting where they live, Montana. I don't know. I mean, it's still <laughs> supposed to be Texas, but all of a sudden there's woods, and so then it starts vibing like a Jason movie because well, they're like, like the running Alpines. through the forest. I mean, oh, there's like a lot. It's of not like there's not there's trees horses. in Texas, but yeah. the setting of the original was that very very flat. Texas landscape Plains. there's a couple of scrubs of dry trees scrubs here, yeah but that's it and so it was kind of a detour in that like visually um and so uh I think one of my favorite parts of the movie is there's a point where Jason um is playing with a sea and spell one of those old like toys mm-hmm. um where it would like put up a picture and you were supposed to type in um the word for it right Mm -hmm. and it had like that 80s electronic voice or whatever and he's playing with it and a picture of a clown like this super you know pixelated whatever on this little readout a clown comes up and he keeps typing in food oh and it keeps going "Eh, eh, wrong type in the word and then he's like f o o d Her, er, wrong, but he keeps typing in food because okay. it's an image of a person. So that like takes us with that that can't. But it was it was pretty funny. In, I guess in the context of the movie, maybe not when you isolate it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like uh, sure, Katie. <laughs> um, I'm sure, Janie, right now. Sure, Janny. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, the final showdown took place over 80s metal music, which oh, was an interesting was element. To, 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 I almost looked up the artist. It wasn't anything that I recognized, oh. um, but it was just like okay, okay, that's where we are now. All right, you're trying to stay present with the film, taking mm-hmm. it where uh, going where it's taking you. Um, there was a brief battle in a bog where they had been sinking the dead bodies, so you got kind of a poltergeist swimming pool mm-hmm. vibe oh, from that. No. Um, and he also uh, Leatherface gets gifted by Viggo Mortensen with this like blinged out chrome chainsaw. <laughs> Are they friends? Uh. He's his brother. Oh, Viggo Mortensen is one of the family members.
0: Oh, I yeah. never—I didn't realize that.
1: Yeah, no, he's a bad guy. Oh, yeah. So I mean I don't know he's not the bad guy he can't be the bad guy. Well I mean we're we're gonna get to seeing some <laughs> other actors playing bad guys in Leatherface movies. We'll see how you feel about um, the next one. But yeah so this one obviously that's not a synopsis of the film just some random elements that I felt were worth noting. But that was one like it deserved its thirteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it to people. Um, like, just give it watch yeah. watch like a little blurb about it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, look for minutes. some clips because the clips <laughs> would show you the parts that would, you know, be entertaining enough a few to watch. stand out yeah. clips. Um, but what came next was uh, so 5 years later in 1995, there was one that was called Texas Chainsaw Massacre: colon, The Next Generation. Okay. Okay. And this one featured a young fresh-faced Renée Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey.
2: Oh gosh. Wow. Yeah.
1: So again, but Matthew McConaughey is the bad guy. He's and a he's member from of Texas, the family. So... They're both from Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And so it's like a prom night scenario, and they end up out in the woods. Again, it's a woods setting. I feel like I've seen this. Yeah. Honestly. See, this one barely edged out the previous one. It got a 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. And its leather face was only six three, which is you know embarrassing. That's not blame. Downright <laughs> embarrassing.
0: If he was running towards me and I was like six foot three, I'd
1: be like, "Boo, Boo. <laughs> Come back scared. when you're taller."
0: <laughs> not scared.
1: <laughs> um, so this one, most of them open with a uh, you know a text and a voiceover like the original. And this one, the text kind of seems to acknowledge the two previous sequels, but the specifics don't match theirs. So they're not really worried about making this line up as a as a franchise. And maybe that's because there's these. Huge gaps in time between producing these movies. Sure, yeah. Um, but we do see the return of the being hung on a meat hook. This is the first time yeah. we see that come back. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. This Leatherface, for some reason, screamed the whole time he was attacking people. He's not a screamer. He's oh, he doesn't I'm already talk. Already upset.
0: Short. Screams. Short and screams? This is not accurate. You're fired, Leatherface. <laughs> Worst Texas chainsaw ever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's got Bear. everything.
2: Is he a chimpanzee?
1: Maybe? <laughs> right. Yeah. So um, we see a pretty, and, and you want to see um, impressive performances when there's these star, people that are huge stars now, and you know that this is before they that. got their break, yeah. and you want to see the glimmers of their talent in these early, really bad vehicles that they're in. Um, well, I mean, like
0: Jennifer Aniston was in Leprechaun and right. like she a loves, lot of... Yeah. Exactly. Not to say like, oh, Jennifer An- Aniston's like a talent, but I mean, it, you know, enjoyable. At yeah, least, no, she know, she so.
1: clearly has something to offer. She wouldn't have done as well as she has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you're watching Renee, you're watching Matthew to to see that. Renee does pretty good as our damsel in distress in that she's... Um, Is she good at screaming? She's at good screamer? at screaming, but she's also pretty tough, pretty smart, you know, doesn't doesn't invite herself into the dangerous settings and her escapes. There's one point particularly daring escape, she pulls a Sally, dives out a window, but it's a second floor window. Then she climbs up one of those giant antennas that used to be on the top of, like, farmhouses mm-hmm. and leaps from there to a power line and starts shinnying down the power line to a nearby tree until, I mean, Leatherface cuts the power line. He so. just
0: cuts the tree and she falls back down. <laughs> exactly. He's She's like, like damn you. it. I'm six foot three, but I can still get you.
1: <laughs> um, and this is also one where he goes full Dr. Frank like, Fishnet, oh, high heels really? make like his face the, the face that he's wearing doesn't even look like it's a human face that he took off of a body mm-hmm. it just looks like a latex white woman's mask with bright red lipstick like oh. it's it's out of there
0: he's just not sure about who he is yeah he's, he's struggling with his identity existential crisis
2: screaming mm-hmm.
1: now not pondering is by the supposed window to be the anymore. Is the same leather
2: face? Is this like all mm-hmm. connected?
1: They're yeah, because the be family the is the same, you right. know, there's still the brother there. It's a, it's a yeah. bunch of brothers and so he's, much. yeah. And, uh, okay. and we he's get the, the wild um, and kooky one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that leather oh, face. Oh, <laughs> jeez. Um, <laughs> We get another dinner table scene <laughs> at the end of this one. Um, although this time the table is surrounded by lots of mummified individuals in mm-hmm. different garb. And so you're like, hey, who are all these people? Sounds like a little bit of The Shining. Yeah. At a, at a party situation. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but the favorite thing is the, the whole time Matthew McConaughey is spewing this like conspiracy theory stuff mm-hmm. um, about. Uh, and his, and he's got this girlfriend who's supporting it all to Renee Zellweger. And Renee's like, honey, he's insane. Like, he's not being paid by the government. He doesn't have a job from the men in suits. Like, what are you talking about? But then two random guys in suits show up. And they've got some, like, weird Hellraiser scarring, like, BDSM, like, piercings in their chest and one of them licks Renee's face all over and they seem to be giving Matthew some kind of mission but he has a brace on his leg that now all of a sudden has a remote control that controls it and Renee gets the remote and so she's fucking with it but then he gets a second remote and so they're having like a remote war like in Poltergeist where they're turning each other's TVs on and off Mm -hmm. and so they're battling over the brace on his leg I mean it's
2: like is this written by a third grader?
1: (laughs) It's like this happened and Wait. Then and no, and then he a gets day, right? a remote too. <laughs> um, but I did, one thing. I did love about this one is it closed with a brief homage to that what I called it the interpretive dance at the end of the original when when them. Sally gets away and he's in the middle of the road swinging oh, his yeah, chainsaw yeah, yeah. around with the sunlight beaming yeah, around him. Beautiful. Visually, it's it's very aesthetic and mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, they do a, a little kiss to that one at the end of this. Um, because yeah, there's a whole thing with a, a Winnebago and a couple who are a retired couple on vacation. Um, that's how we end up on a road in daylight. Um, yeah. it was a real yeah. roller coaster.
0: Sounds like hot steaming garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I would recommend it um
1: before number three, but after number two.
2: Oh god, why are we not, now? This is that's that was that
1: yeah. So, so
2: Texas five <laughs> is cold.
1: Um this one is the uh the Jessica Beale one Blue. from oh. 2003. It Which was just is good. Yeah. So that this was, was the this only one remake? that yes. would be considered a remake. Right.
2: Yes. And so I think it I've is. I have seen it. I have, think I have.
1: Yeah. Seen it. Thusly titled The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. No addendum to the title because mm-hmm. it is a remake. Mm-hmm. Um, it got a Rotten Tomato score of 37 which was mm. you know yeah, uh, in you this it. in this company pretty impressive
2: yeah yeah right.
1: um, with a uh,
2: worthy compared to the others
1: yeah. oh, right. <laughs> right, right, right right and then there's remote controls <laughs> and, then, and,
2: then, and, then, and then then a oh. ninja shows up <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly um, but yeah, I, I love this one. This one and the one that Me came too. out after it. Um, I own both of them on DVD because I liked them enough when they came out to be like, I want to have this one. Um, it's It opens uh, with the voiceover that is, again, is John Larroquette's first reprisal of his voiceover work from the original. Um, it's very gritty, it's very graphic, it's color-toned to match the original, that mm-hmm. kind of, like, the orangey-yellow-gold um, yeah, yeah, yeah. of 70s slash Texas plain. It also goes back to that flat Texas landscape setting, as opposed to this forwarded shit we've been seeing in the other sequels. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the what I like about it, I think Jessica Biel did a spectacular job. Yeah. Like, she... She is the damsel in distress, but she is not stupid. She doesn't make dumb choices. She's not naive. She's not panicked. She's not hysterical. Um, Her behavior seems like how a normal human being would respond to being put in this situation. And so what I I wrote was the actions and behavior of the characters, good and bad, are legit and realistic, which makes it scarier because it's not like they're getting fucked up because they're stupid or careless.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think... Um, yeah, the, I just watched that movie a few days ago, and yeah. I was like, oh, this is, yeah, very good and terrifying, and especially with the Hitchhiker, they pick up in the beginning mm-hmm. and how that ends, and they're like, what the hell? And then the sheriff is the guy from Full Metal Jacket, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you're like, oh my gosh. Like Perfectly brought, cast. Yeah, he totally brought stuff to the table. It was great. And, yeah. And, also, the idea that everyone's kind of in on it in that small town—yeah, yeah—so scary and, and horrifying. Like the
1: person running the gas station's part of the family, and the sheriff's part of the family, and the little kid that you find hiding—you think he's safe. he's part of the family.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a deliverance situation. Everyone's for in sure, on it and, for sure. For um, sure.
2: I don't think I've seen it outsider. since it came out, so I need to watch that again. Yeah, That's 19, yeah, it's definitely like nineteen years ago. More math. Yeah,
1: okay, yeah. 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 It's just math. blowing us away with his math. Um, we see the hook in the back come back. Only yes. this time, you see it, that would hurt. Yeah. and it is so. The way that they implement it is so intense. Like I was, seeing like, him, squirmy. I was like, "Yeah, Ew. he's like trying to pull himself up off of it, and then he falls back oh, onto yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Like it's just." And you like hurt. cringing. Yeah, this is where you start getting into that torture porn mm-hmm. realm. Yeah.
0: It uh, Yeah, this is right before that kind of yeah.
1: like era um, of hostile and yeah, totally all that stuff. Um, oh, the right, exteriors of the house. Mm -hmm. are so beautiful and artistic Mm -hmm. like you see the angles that they shoot it from it's almost got a like in cold blood vibe like the form the farmhouse Mm -hmm. um from that just like you know standing out in the middle of this open plane and you get these great angles of it in the day and then when they give you the nighttime shots and there's mist blowing around i mean it's just it's visually beautiful um and then I put for Jessica Beale, even though she hot as hell and she's just wearing this white knotted tank top the whole time. She goes into a meat locker and gets chilled. She gets hosed down by sprinklers, uh, but we never get a nipple. Oh, no nipples. We never get a nipple. She doesn't come across like she's she's sexy. Obviously, it's Jessica Biel, but she's not they're not using her in that grotesque sex object way. It's not like the you know, we're pushing it over there where, you know, like, oh, now her white T-shirt is wet and you can see all of her tits like it's I don't know. It just seems that that little decision to not make. You know, to give her a bra <laughs> underneath
0: yeah. her tank top. Well, I think I know she's like the final girl in this movie, but yeah. she didn't seem like that. She didn't seem like a damsel in distress. She no. seemed like a very like put together person who was uh, yeah. had had a uh, the. The gumption, I guess. Yeah, well, is, and she, like, there's references about
1: it. her, like, oh, I learned this in Juvie. Like, she's, yeah. she's got, she's from the streets. She's, she's scrappy. Yeah, she's scrappy.
0: I know who, she, I just remembered what she kind of reminded me of. What? The main character from the um, Blood the Bright, no, what was it? You're next. Yeah. Remember the Australian chick yep. who was like lived at the mm-hmm. the, the survivalist compound yeah. and grew yeah. up
1: there, and then she was just very all of a sudden like I'm a normal girl until we're being attacked, and yeah. now all of a sudden I know exactly how to protect a us bit of from a this badass. assault. <laughs> <Total>. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see your next? No, never seen that. Oh, that's, yeah, a, good that's one. a good one. Yeah, it was also one. our sure. Thanksgiving episode last year. So. That's yeah. a
2: slasher film though. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I suppose. Sure. Okay. Um, she does. I mean, she hacks off the chainsaw arm with a meat cleaver. So yeah. I mean, that's pretty badass. That is pretty badass. Yeah. I mean, he does end up picking up the chainsaw with his other arm. He's like, "Well, but, <laughs> <I'll just laughs> little did you know this. I'm ambidextrous." Right <laughs> um, yeah. No, but I love that one. I would after the first one, I, that would be the one I recommended to people. That's what I watched. I watched the first yeah. one, and then I watched that one when I was I
2: need not to feeling great. Okay. Okay, six. so
1: charging forward. Yeah, number six. Um, so this one came out 2006 so not that long after the Jessica Beale one. Um this one was called Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning. Right. Um and mm-hmm. it this featured a prequel, Yeah, yeah uh, Jordana Brewster, who is also someone that I feel is actually, in addition to being a beautiful woman, like a pretty good performer. I mean, she made her career starting out in the Fast and Furious movies, which doesn't make you seem like a real legit actress, mm-hmm. but um, she also like went to Harvard or something. Yeah. So she's um I think that she's very talented. Wanted. um and so this this one got a 15 on rotten tomatoes mm-hmm. and this was one that i did not get an opportunity to rewatch. i d- did not get to that one um but it is it is a prequel yeah. um to the basically coming before the the jessica beale story okay yeah. um and what i remember from it visually it was very similar like it matched the the time period the um the imagery the setting of the original like it really lined up with the jessica beale movie sure. um in, it, in its visuals
0: i feel like i watched it but i can't recall like it, is she brunette and have like yeah. super blue eyes yeah and, that's did, her. and she had like a black and white shirt
1: that was like all stripey i, I don't know why she, no i, kept, I think like, she i think we were back in the white tank top because remember they're out in the middle of texas in the 70s yeah. oh that makes sense yeah, yeah and they're sweating 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 all over the place very gritty um, but yeah, I, um, I remember liking that one very much. I did not, I haven't seen it in many years, um, mm-hmm. but, uh, I remember it being almost as good as the Jessica Biel one. Right. Okay. Um, the next one that came out was in 2013. So that's another big leap. We we've got seven years before the one that was just called Texas Chainsaw. Um, it featured Alexandra Daddario, whose face I think is very recognizable. She's, she's made quite a, quite a few movies. She was in the, the movie with the rock, uh, San Andreas She made Mm -hmm. the Baywatch movie with um, the Rock and Zac Efron. Like she's just this beautiful, curvaceous Mm -hmm. lady. Um,
2: She was in White Lotus as well. Was she? Yes.
1: Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't remember that movie well enough. Um, So that got a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one. um, Oh no, sorry. 19. The Jordana Brewster got 15. This one got up to 19. Wow. Um, and I've seen this one, but it was the other one that I didn't have a chance to rewatch. But the premise of it that I remember is that she inherits a house.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so okay. she shows up in too. a van
1: with a bunch of friends. The, like, I just inherited this giant house out in the middle of nowhere. Let's, Let's go, go check, check it, it out. out. And Leatherface is still living in the basement, essentially. He's like, oh, guys. <laughs> hey, guys, I want to stay here.
0: This is my house. Yeah. How
1: dare you? Um, okay, so that would that was the seventh. Um, the 8th is the one that I watched this morning, and I'm so glad I did. Uh, it came out in 2017, and it was called Leatherface. Mm-hmm. And it is the, the prequel prequel because it's an origin story. Okay. So it starts in 1955. Good God. So when they're children. 19 years
2: before Texas. There you go. That's
1: <sighs> <more>. What
0: was, <laughs> a, what was um, Leatherface's real name?
1: Um, well, Pink? okay. So, no, Jed. Jed.
0: Okay. I was like, hey, come on. Yeah. It has to be a Texas name. Come on. Yeah.
1: hey, hey So the family, um, <laughs> this one, they're children. Um, the mom is played by Lily Taylor. So, oh you know, that we, we get to, the grandma character pops up in a lot of the sequels because we know grandpa. Grandpa's sitting there dead in the corner and they're trying to get him to swing the hammer. And she's grandma. Grandma's in there a little bit, too. She, I think, had the biggest role in the Matthew McConaughey one. Okay. Um, but, uh. Now this is this is Grandma as a younger as a mom is Lily Taylor, um, and young son Jed is being forced to become violent as a child. Like they're handing him the chainsaw, they're like, "Here, cut up this guy. He hurt the family." And Jed is is resisting, um, but we do see Grandpa work his hammer because then he's he's actually a fairly younger man and able to do it. So he's he's doing the killing with the hammer. But we also reintroduce the lawman character, like. Mm-hmm. Um, like we had uh, Dennis Hopper in number two, only this time it's Steven Dorf. oh, Stephen Dorff. Oh. And Dorf. uh, he's in the mix because his daughter, they kill his daughter. Oh. The he's family like, I haven't does. been in
0: any movie since Blade. So I need, <laughs> I need work. I need some work.
1: Yeah. Um, and so basically this is supposed to be on the cusp of the introduction of like child welfare services mm-hmm. in the state and the invention of these group homes or the opening of the group homes. And so Stephen Dorf as a, like a sheriff or a lawman or whatever he is, um, his daughter is killed and he becomes, uh, he basically, they, uh, what do you call it when you, you take the kids out of the home? Extract or um, whatever, yeah, what, whatever you so call he, it.
0: You um, I'm not sure. Th- I feel the like there's a term
1: are. for it that's escaping me right now. Um, removed. I think they, you know, he's removed from the home. So the the younger Lily Taylor's younger children, including Jed, are removed from the home and put in this group home. Oh, and Stephen Dorf also continues on this crusade of collecting up all the rotten children and putting them in this group home. So then, ten years later, um, we've got this like big lumbering kid in the group home, and then his brother. And they've all been given new names. The big lumbering kid is named Bud, and the brother is named Jackson. Mm-hmm. And so um, then, uh, you know, not to, to get too uh, bogged down in the details, but there's a breakout, and basically 3 we've got three boys, one girl, and a nurse mm-hmm. are in this breakout group. The nurse is being taken against her will, and so is Jackson, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, so this whole time, you're thinking the big lumbering guy is Leatherface. hmm And he, you know, then he goes and, because they've been doing electric shock therapy on the kids in the hospital and all this stuff, so you think, oh, they made him into this monster and you see him kill somebody and you're like, oh, Leatherface. Um, But then there's, like, the the twist, which Meredith would have seen coming a mile away, that um, Bud was actually just one of the other brothers, and Jackson was actually Jed. And he was, like, the kind, good one that was helping the nurse and getting along, and, like, they were on the same—like, he was not not violent, not dangerous, not a threat. But then he get—when his brother, when the guy that we thought was young, Leatherface, gets killed— then he goes nuts. Then he gets shot in the face, and his face gets all fucked up. Mm-hmm. And then they get back to the house, and the mom's stitching the face together. They're like, oh, he's Leatherface. Oh, my God. She's like, you're home. Yeah. I have this mask for you. She did, Yeah, and she, like, after she stitches up his face, she puts these, like, this leather strap contraption on it. We're like, gonna put this on to hold it all together until it heals. And she, like, cranks it up, like, super tight. And then they give him the chainsaw, and, and off he goes. So that's mm-hmm. supposed to be our origin story of Leatherface. But it was like, I mean, I've just... Yeah, we're we're a spoiler podcast. We're a but, spoiler
0: podcast everybody. Um, and let's
1: this is a reminder. We spoil movies. <laughs> we spoil movies. That's <laughs> what we're here so for. <laughs> but I um I actually really liked it. Um it was gruesome in a way that f- kind of vibed like Rob Zombie's Halloween movies, like yeah. there were a couple of elements that you were it was like, "Oh, like Ugh, yeah. I try, I mean,
0: I liked Rob Zombie back in the day, liked his movies, and then I try re-watching them, and I'm like, not mm-hmm. a fan. Yeah, Don't like these. No. They're just, like, gruesome to me. I watch gruesome. them, and,
1: then, and I, I can't help think to myself, what does it say about me as a person that I'm watching this for entertainment? Mm. That's that's sure. what
2: steers yeah. me away. And I wanted yeah. that.
1: Yeah, Um, But I like the idea that Leatherface was made insane by circumstances. Like, he was a little boy. He didn't want to hurt anybody, but he was led astray by family. Mm -hmm. He was abused by the state. And then, you know, saw the one person he cares about murdered and then this and that and everything that that made him the killer. Right. You know, so that was kind of cool. And then we also it, it gives us more of a look into the mother son element of the character in the story. Um, which, Mm -hmm. you know, there are parallels that people draw between Texas Chainsaw and Psycho because of that That. um, mother-son stuff. But it's also, I mean, it's also a little bit Jason, Jason and Mrs. Voorhees. Sure, um, yeah. Because there's a point where, like, Lily Taylor, like, he doesn't want to, he's thinking about, does he really want to kill this person with this chainsaw? And she's standing there being like, do it. You have to protect the family. So, like, that gave me real Mrs. Voorhees vibes. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. And so then there's one more, the last one that I only was able to watch half of um, the next Netflix film that just came out this year called Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, which seemed really cool. I'm going to finish it when I get home. Um, And I did like the the uh, trend of like the Jordan Peele movies where you're taking like this old franchise and you're plugging in some new like modern society concept Yeah. And so this, it's it's you know I don't know if it's really gentrification that they're talking about or whatever
2: because I I haven't seen the whole thing.
1: A little
0: Um, bit, because I mean they come in and they're like we're better than you a little bit. Yeah, we're gonna buy this this town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Netflix. Um, I'm looking it up. And did you see who's in it? Who else? No. Who else is in it? The OG
1: Sally is in it. That's the same actress that plays Sally. I'm think so but i could or cuz there's another character Jenny who's also an old blonde lady so the actress that played Sally i could see being either yeah
0: well there's an the old character who who's a law yeah woman. yeah
1: cuz Sally comes okay. back the character comes back i i yeah. hadn't looked into whether it was the same actress or not okay. but that was the um the one of the notes that i made that it was cool to see Sally's character get a Jamie Lee treatment yeah. because it was like the old lady coming I in want to, to battle but I couldn't be mistaken.
2: Well, to this, um, the girl from eighth grade, isn't it? You ever see that film? Yes,
0: yeah. I love. Yeah. I mean, and she was in the I second like season the movie, of Castle like Rock as well. But you didn't I, like that movie? No, no, no. I didn't like eighth grade, you but didn't. I liked yeah. the movie. <laughs> yeah, but I remember feeling like horrified, like oh gosh, I, remember. I can't watch I remember a movie about eighth grade. Like that was the worst year to ever. Like, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. but Just no, she like she awful. was in season two of Castle Rock too. She was um, oh the girl's daughter, the daughter. Yeah, yeah. So she's cool. Uh, Then the other thing that, you know, popped out to me, which obviously this is uh, voluntary suspension of disbelief, but uh, Leatherface is supposed to be over 80 years old at this point. How... I mean, he's still he's still lifting a chainsaw. He's still Uh, my back. Yeah. Right. Like that's that's a bit because what the point that I came up with is that that it's issues that arise with really long franchises if you don't immortalize the killer like Jason or Michael Mm -hmm. and make them somebody Mm -hmm. that's constantly resurrected so that they're obviously superhuman or supernatural. This is still just supposed to be one man that has lived this whole time. But based Mm -hmm. on the, you know, the Leatherface origins, he was born in the 40s. Mm-hmm. so how is he rocking and rolling at this level in 2022 exactly but and anyway I, I, I enjoyed it so far I'm going to finish it like I said when I get home so I think that that's You'll a good thing. too you me anything
0: wow. I mean I don't I didn't feel like blown away by it but I enjoyed
1: it and Yeah, I was like oh this is, yeah. this is I got a lot fun. of watching to
2: do I have only seen the second Texas Chainsaw so. yeah. oh and, and the I'm, remake
1: the there last note many, that yes. I had put was that it's really cool when franchises sequels spread over such a long period of time because then you see the treatment and in- interpretations reflective of all the eras. Because you've got 70s movies, you've got 80s movies, you've got 90s movies, you've got the aughts, you've, now you've got the teens. like, mm-hmm. And it really, the style of horror movies, Like I you times. can almost pinpoint, like, oh, this is from this decade based yeah. on how, how it was visually, how it was stylistically. Mm-hmm. And so to mm-hmm. see this Leatherface story and character be told in each of these decades is kind of cool. Okay. Yeah, I think I think
0: so too. Also, but I think the ones like the really atrocious ones were also <laughs> probably victims of that era. The time period, a, yeah. A lot of horror movies were considered B movies mm-hmm. that just were like, yeah, not not much money. They're I don't junk. think the
2: eighties were a good. Well, there was some good. Horror films in the eighties. Yeah. yeah, the Nineties were really good for horror films.
1: Right, but I'm th- I'm saying more of ones that are like deep into a franchise. Like we're just yeah. here for the cash. Yeah. Cash so if this out. is sequel yeah, number yeah. four, sequel number five, and it came out in the nineties, like mm. it's, a, it's, it's it's been churned out, not much thought. And, yeah. There's and, not a lot of art going into and it. And then they have
0: the remotes. You know, that sort of situation. <laughs> <laughs> <mean>, that, <laughs> that, that, that was pretty incredible. <laughs> I was so. like, wait, <laughs> I've got to back this up. Is this really what's happening right now? Yeah. Like I feel like I'm drunk. Yeah. Or more remote. Um, all right, that was a great, but very thorough. That was lengthy. Like it was like
2: forty minutes. There, you're
0: telling me that I you apologize. were going to. You were like,
1: I don't know what I can do. It's not going to be long. An well, hour later, I think I feel like that's a testament to why I was saying. I'm having such a great school year so far because I have had time in my evenings to sit down to with a Leatherface movie because I haven't been panicking over lesson plans. That's True, good.
2: that's what's That big. makes a huge that's difference. Good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've been like, um, red, red. This, this you know, like not. Not super invested. I mean, I've been doing lesson plans, but it's like a little... You're like, two boys minutes, and girls, what four. color is this blood? Can you see red in the room? <laughs> I see his shoes red. <laughs> um, okay, good job. Well done. Thank you. Um, so, Tony, do you have any... You said you had some trivia you want uh, to talk about? a little about? bit of like trivia. A little Back bit to of the
2: original film, which we were talking about three days ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 I feel shamed. This is my good Um. No just we mentioned most of it the idea Ooh. for the film came from he was uh, Toby Hooper was Christmas shopping with his family and he oh. went to a uh, like a Home Depot kind of place and he was so frustrated by the crowds of people he saw the chainsaws and thought what it be like to pick up a chainsaw and just hack through the crowd and that's how Yikes. he got the idea for the film
0: yeah, who doesn't have feelings mm. like that when you're in a... Holidays, crowd. am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, holidays.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't really have any more.
0: No more?
2: Him. No, no. The Three <gasps> Masks. You've, we mentioned pretty much everything. He directed Salem's Lot, Poltergeist, Life Force, which is a really terrible, but...
0: I don't think I've seen that.
2: Engrossing horror film from the 80s. And Funhouse, which is a really good slasher film, I think. It's pretty scary. I
0: feel like I saw that mm, when I was like, in high school. Kind of creepy. maybe. But like forgot. Yeah. Some of what happened.
2: Um, you know? Yeah. So I, yeah. look yeah. on IMDb if you want. Yeah, they Posts always have their there. fun facts. That's yeah. what
0: well, I snag a bunch off their website. The, the, the dinner scene
2: took a long time to film it. They filmed it. They filmed nonstop for 27 hours, apparently. Just oh my so God. that they actually, um, they said they actually went mad. Some of them yeah. went mad. They, yeah. Well yeah
1: I, I noticed Cuz the hiker
2: guy, hitchhiker guy was a Vietnam vet and he said he had a lot of oh. flashbacks during that scene.
1: Oh yeah, and I that's bet. that's why
2: he's actually acting crazy for that's real. Sure. So, yeah. yeah,
0: that makes sense. Cuz yeah. the
2: heat apparently was like 105 degrees in that room.
0: And then had all the rotten meat.
2: All the rotten meat mm. was going Everyone's off. Everyone's sweat. Everyone sweating. was stinking, yeah.
0: She was screaming for yeah. so long. She was screaming. <gasps> she must have she not crazy. had a voice for days. I wonder that. if she's like
2: a lot like of people were throwing them. up on set as well during that scene. Oh. And it was I
0: mean, how could you not? It's just, you know, disgusting. it's sweltering heat. And yeah. I, I I sort of wondered, like, seeing her, like, she's one of the ultimate scream queens from, yeah, she's from very good. she OG. was she's
2: good. She was good. Her acting wasn't too good. There was a couple of times she made some funny, she's inappropriate like, Franklin!
0: faces. <laughs> but her screaming is on point. I kind of wondered, I'm like... um, because I heard that this director was very like pushing, pushing people,
2: yeah. and
0: wanting to get the scenes. Yeah. So it made me think a little bit of Kubrick, a bit, mm. and doing yes, the shining. Yes, there's a
2: little bit of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I wonder. I'm like, I wonder if this actress had any like residual problems from having. Like, oh yeah. Screaming How much therapy for, she needed? Yeah. Because Shelley Duvall mentioned having to do that sw- where she's like, "Stay away, stay away," screaming mm-hmm. and crying for like so many shots yeah yeah it and oh. she
2: looks exhausted she? yeah yeah the hitchhiker was a vietnam vet and the apparently he said that if he saw Tobe hooper, toby hooper again he'd kill him because he did yeah. wow. him so much by the end of that because he pushed him pushed him pushed him
0: that's crazy to
2: him. he said it was worse than being in vietnam there was oh my His famous quotes that it was worse than being in actual vietnam
0: that sounds a lot. If it you'd was. rather be back in yeah. back in the shit than yeah. <laughs> you know on the set of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, well, uh, since you mentioned Vietnam, Hooper said um, mm-hmm. I took all of my fun facts from an Esquire article that was celebrating the 40th anniversary, apparently in 2014, um, <laughs> and they republished this article. Um, I feel like the the director he <laughs> uh, died in this 20, I feel like he died? That's a bold statement. Because I said, may, I may have said that John Carpenter is dead and um, he's not.
1: So wait, who are you claiming is dead now? Toby Hooper. Toby Hooper, he's dead. Yes, yeah. he died in 2017. See, okay. Yeah.
2: Thank you. John Carpenter isn't dead.
1: No, right. but, but I we were operating said under he was. the... <laughs> I fully said he was like so
0: many times. and But I was thinking Wes of Craven. Wes Craven. Oh, C names, dead, yeah. the C names. So I got all oh, confused. So he said that the uh, film was an allegory for the Vietnam War. And um, he said that, you know, it was, um, you know, a massacre. At, oh wait, hold on. He said, I, I was reacting to the life around me as I know it. And um, that the film was, to me, a part of what I felt like we were moving into the, in the future. An example of that is that the van... In the van, the news is on, on the radio, and a couple of times, the news has these horrible stories on it about things like an office building in Atlanta collapsing. Um, these were things that just weren't actually happening at the time, but they felt like they could be happening in the nearby future. Mm-hmm. Um, so he also said that, um, so it was a reflection a reflection of my feelings about the political environment, especially here in Austin, where I had a beard and sandals, and it was um, coming from a part of my reality. Then there's also the idea that this was marketed as a true mo- real movie. It wasn't not it was yeah. not real at all, <laughs> except for like the, you know it had like the references to like Ed Gain and his, what
1: he is actually Ed Gain. Yeah, I can't see. it I can't say that
2: the Gein or Gein. Gein. Yeah, we, we say we say
1: Gein. Gein. Technically, it's Gein, but it's he's so universally known as Gein that people Gein, just Gein, say that. Gein
0: I couldn't listen to his episodes of. Um, on the last podcast on the left when they did the him, I'm sure I couldn't either
1: because I didn't make it through the Dahmer episodes. I was, episodes of I was the disgusted.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I love the Dahmer episodes, but
1: I mean they're weird. But um,
0: those are yeah. Very you should crick-esque. stick to the my
1: favorite murder episode on Ed Gine. Yeah, uh, they make it a little little easier to swallow. Yeah, yeah, they're
0: pretty pretty awful. And then the shoot was excruciating, like Tony mentioned. It was insane heat, a mm-hmm. hundred degrees every day mm-hmm. um so hanson he uh, his last name is hanson i can't remember his recall his first gunner. name
2: gunner, gunner. gunner.
0: Yeah, yeah 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 he played he played Leatherface. he was six four. Oh, and he yeah. was friends with um and from, yeah. he was from Reykjavik oh, and,
2: and okay. he got the job because the lead actress was his Well, they were best friends
0: oh okay and gotcha. she
2: um said you should audition for this film and he did and he got it yeah so really they were best buddies that's nice
0: he's like i'm chasing you <laughs> he's probably saying that, and oh, they da, it, da, da. he's like, "I'm coming to get you." I'm like, "That's okay.
1: We'll just uh, dub over that." And she
0: goes, "Oh no!" Runs. Um, so he gets asked. Uh, he well, he did get asked often. It was it the film. Was it fun? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Not at all. Not a, a bit of it." He said, I, "It was on the other side of 100 degrees. All of the shooting. It was in Central Texas, and it was humid." And it was also bad I wore because I wore a mask and it was made out of latex. Mm-hmm. and um I could breathe through it, okay, but it was up tight against my skin. so I was always just soaking wet underneath it, and I had to wear a wool suit and wool trousers the whole time. Oh
1: Jeez.
0: God. And um, yeah, he also mentioned I think I went somewhere else. He was like basically everyone like avoided me because I was like all sweaty yeah. and smelled I and smelled. Yeah. I looked horrified. I'm sure everybody smelled. <laughs> I think right? um, And then we mentioned this earlier, it's not as gory as you might think. One of the most amazing tricks in filmmaking in the horror genre yeah. is the fact that you really look at the movie, you realize there's no blood and there's not really much graphic violence on the not screen. Not really, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's all the threat kind of, of violence is
1: ever present, but the yeah, actual...
0: You see the guy kind of get hit and knocked in the head and fall? That's
2: the probably most violent bit. And yeah. the wheelchair guy falling on, Franklin falling down the hill. And he goes, hey, That's yeah. Violent, and and
0: then right. later, you're like, "That's fine that he fell down the hill." Yeah, I anyway, she had fallen further. <laughs> um, so it's the editing and the rawness and the craziness of, of the experience and the screaming. Mm-hmm. And then Marilyn Burns, who plays Sally, was really terrified. Um, she was tied to that chair, and as the family of cannibals ta- um, taunted them, and even though the dinner scene was like five minutes, it was over twenty like twenty seven hours of shooting. Twenty seven hours
2: nonstop shooting.
0: Yes. Um, which is insane, and she said that, or said that the whole dinner scene was burned into my memory, and I think just because of the misery of it, um, I I don't think that was Sally that said that, I think it was um, um, Gunner that said that.
2: Hey, this is very unprofessional, but I gotta go. Oh,
0: you do? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, okay. Soon. Okay. Um, So, then at that point, we are really just on the verge of mental collapse Mm -hmm. um, during the dinner scene, and it was just, you know, awful, so... That's it um, as far as trivia. We um, did not decide
1: what movie we were gonna do next time. Nope. Did we'll we... edit that in later. All right.
2: <laughs> anyway,
0: so thanks for joining us, and Thank I you. hope
2: that was fun. whoever
0: stuck through all of Katie's sequels and prequels. Hey, gee, thanks. <laughs> it's the last time I do that for you people. Yeah, you have to watch it, so I don't have to because that listening to it was, like, than that was bad watching.
1: enough.
2: It sounds so awful. And
0: I took right. one for the team. Well, okay. Bye. Good Bye. Job. Bye. All right. So our next movie choice for our next episode is Halloween released in 1978. And Katie has more information on um,
1: <laughs> the movies after. Cause I, I, she's more knowledgeable about it. I, I'm the, s- the sequel psycho. Um, Yeah, so the original um, from 1978 is epic and incredible and amazing, and we will pay a lot of attention to that in our next episode. But um, since the franchise is so significant and lengthy, uh, I think we're going to devote two episodes to Halloween this year. That's how we're going to spend our October. Um, So this first episode, in addition to the original from 1978, we'll also touch on the early sequels up through 1995. So that's um, numbers two through six Came out in that time period. So if you want to check any of those out um, in preparation for the next episode, I would recommend every single one of them, except for number three.
0: (laughs) What season of The Witch is your top okay no no all right well check it out watch it um you know the movie came out a while ago you know i hope that you i hope you've seen it i
1: hope if you listen to this podcast you've seen halloween
0: yeah so we'll talk about it we'll discuss what we love um i mean i'm just gonna talk about probably how much i love it but anyway we'll see you next time Bye.
1: bye